0: Yo guys, how's it going? My name is Mike. You see on today's video, I have two seven-figure Shopify dropshipping AliExpress guests. As you can see, we have him in his Burning Man costume, as well as him. He's not wearing his thing. But we're <laughs> going to go over a lot of things today. One of them is exactly the 10 things you wish you didn't do if you're going to start a Shopify dropshipping. So if you're about to start, you're like, hey, I want to start a business. This is exactly what not to do. And then we're just going to bullshit for the rest of the moment of time. But that's it being said. This is a plant. With that being said, intro. Yo guys, welcome to the Mike the Steel Show. We have Anastasia over here working with the Google. What up? She's uh, subbing in for Hanson right now because Hanson's optimizing stuff. And we also have my close friends Philip Loudon and Yakir Starosta. Is that right? You got it. Seven figure Shopify dropshippers, you guys. Have, like, let, let's be upfront. You know, uh, can we go on the YouTube thing? You guys are probably looking at all these Shopify videos, and they probably look kind of disturbingly the same. Uh, if we scroll down, and uh, what I was thinking, I was like, what if we just bring seven figure Shopify dropshippers on that are actively doing it right now, and just like shooting the shit so with that being said guys welcome the (laughs) gas
1: what up guys how have you been yeah good man yeah yeah just drop shipping away
0: yeah (laughs) i like your uh get up where's that from
1: yeah this is my burning man digs bro
0: yeah you just came from burning man
1: yeah yeah a few weeks ago that
0: drop shipping money man so let's actually talk about that before we go in. This is uh, their Instagram. We got Phil Loudon, burning man up with that drop shipping money. Um, damn, that <laughs> looks pretty dope, dude. You wearing the same thing right now, as in there?
1: No, I got the robe now, bro. I got the golden robe. Dude, look at that heart. Check out that heart. Okay, Check got, got, got the camera heart also. the heart. <laughs> yeah, it's usually glowing, but it's not glowing right now because we're, we're chilling.
0: So that's Phil. Um, he built, uh, he's actually one of the first people on the. Podcast. We were using your little mics, your H1N1s. And we were like podcasting away in uh, creation and let's sh- like sh- check out your cures. Check out the Let's check out your cures. Ch- <laughs> the next the, one. the king, the stereo style. All right,
1: the king. Yeah, look at this marketing
0: and ecom record alpha, label. Wait, <laughs> alpha record wave label? chiller. Yeah, alpha wave chiller. What He's is that?
1: on the alpha waves. Uh, something I'm experimenting with.
2: Yeah. I feel like I'm always on the alpha wave. Yeah. You know, it's like a, one, one wave uh, lower than the average person. I feel yeah. like I'm just more chill. There's uh-huh. so much
0: There's so much I want to get in with you guys, but let's actually just <laughs> go over the <laughs> 10 Shopify <laughs> dropshipping mistakes so then we can just like talk the shit of like Burning Man and like there's what you guys are up to. You got there. Yeah. Do You guys actually want to watch one of these and review it and then uh, see if it's like real or not?
2: I, I guess. Yeah, yeah sure. We just did one. that they
1: look sad. They all look sad. Uh, this one? Guy, all this look
2: guy's the pretty same. popular. Which one? Sebastian Giorgu. Oh, he has, like, a last name like yours. Yeah, yeah. actually, he's Romanian. Let's play it. I'm
1: Romanian also. Ooh, look at that intro, guys.
3: What is going on, guys? It is Sebastian
1: here. Welcome back to another video. Today, we're going to be going over four things that I wish I knew when I first started dropshipping. If I would have gotten this advice as a beginner, I would have probably been successful way Done with quicker with ambition. Than I was. That's a really, really good one. Really quickly, if you guys haven't already, go ahead and click the subscribe button. We're growing so, so, and so incredibly fast. And if you guys find value in this video, go ahead and drop a like down below, because that's how I know
3: that you guys like the video. You so
0: much like it? young I'm people posting, killing it. So I'll do more of it. Yeah, it's pretty young. It gets
3: a lot of likes. Right. Anyway, let's get right into it. Number one, stop spending time doing bullshit that doesn't matter, okay? Let me explain <gasps> what I mean. What does obviously that even mean? having a good name matters and obviously having a nice website matters. But more importantly than a, a good name in a, in a very tidy website is your marketing,
1: okay? You want to, as fast as you can, get into Instagram marketing, get your pixel fired up, and then move into Facebook. To go a little bit more in depth, fired I mean, up, a lot of people spend way too much time
3: okay, perfecting their website. <laughs> every little detail, every little color, Pretty every good. little product description. Um, yes, it's important.
0: First, the first one's like pretty good, right? Yeah, like, I think it's a pretty valid point. That's I mean, pretty valid. This guy's a uh, this guy's legit. He's young and he's smart and he's he's legit. What well, what are like? Should we go over more?
2: Yeah, we can go over more. I, th- I think he has a valid point about not investing. Yeah. um
0: I think the same. This is the same video. Yeah, it is the same.
2: <laughs> yeah, he talks about just not investing time doing the little things that that yeah. don't matter.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's one of the biggest mistakes people make when they yeah. go into e-commerce. They want to treat like, I know I did this, and I know a lot of people who I talk to who are getting into the game do this as well, yeah. where they just <laughs> go and they try to find the perfect name, perfect the design. They spend mm. months on making a website that looks really good, and, and they're not testing anything. They're, they're, they're avoiding taking the action that's actually going to give them results. Uh-huh. And by doing that, they're just postponing the, the, mm. the challenging parts. What was it? What was it like when
0: you guys started? And like, like, let's just uh, sum it up because I know we had the podcast before,
1: mm-hmm. uh-huh. but
0: um, you guys scaled to a seven figure business pretty fast. Was it like I, I don't remember the words. Was it like five months or seven months?
1: Um, when we started working together, we scaled to seven figures, and yeah, probably like six, seven months. Yeah, that's disgusting, yeah. dude. So <laughs>
0: it's like. Um, and, and the craziest thing is you guys don't make YouTube videos, you know, you guys just like actively build it in like cafes and just, you know, so that's like the dopest thing. Um, so I don't know. Do, do you guys want to watch more of those or do you want to just like talk about your guys'
2: experience? Uh, yeah, we can talk about the experience and maybe load one more. Yeah.
1: We'll just see load what people one more. Are saying. Cause they all look the same, you know? They're, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of these videos the- are so, so fluffy. I oh mean so much... Oh What's it, going on it. everyone
3: Hayden here coming back at you with a brand new video and this one we're going to talk about a couple things I really really wish I knew before I started Shopify dropshipping now, obviously there's a lot more to touch on but these are just kind of like a few of the main keys that I think you should definitely know, whether you're already an experienced dropshipper, someone who's been doing it for a while, or you a complete newbie is just getting into it. Now first of all, kicking this right off, nothing's as simple as it looks. Doesn't matter if you're doing Amazon FBA, e-commerce, social media marketing, a nanobot technology company, doesn't matter. Nothing's ever as simple as it looks. You'll figure that out quickly. You know, you're not just going to open your stores and then, oh boom, sales are hitting yeah it's not quite like that sorry to break your heart so nothing's as simple as it looks now it is simple the concepts are simple but you do have to execute put in the work and test oh, the, right the, at the right time That's think about, about it like this: long. anyone can become successful but not everyone can, can we uh so check out his uh description and see if he just everyone. like summarizes so it make sure <laughs> yeah
2: i actually find it pretty it is, interesting um well,
3: leads right into point number two which i want to talk about
2: which everyone's talking know, about what they wish they knew oh, no and i feel like in the there beginning all these I youtube made, guys when I um started they were kind of talking about how easy it is yeah you know to, to lure people in maybe yeah. purchase a course and now like people are kind of talking about how it's not as easy yeah it seems like there's kind of like a switch um mm-hmm. even though this, <laughs> this is kind of an old video Yeah. um, old. um but again, yeah, I think it's super relevant to, mm. to kind of discuss these things because it's, it's a low barrier to entry business. Yeah. And um, that makes it very attractive. Um, but as Philip was saying, like, you know, in the beginning, you you kind of tend to focus on, like, creating, like, perfect store. Like, when, when uh, I met Philip, remember, like, the store I had? yeah uh, oh man it's was like perfect what happened i didn't even make, I, I lost all my money on it <laughs> I, <was laughs> I lost like, all my money perfect. the
1: design was beautiful like the yeah. logo was well well oh, yeah. out. he had like <laughs> outros for the videos like everything like it was basically building like a huge brand and yeah. the thing is, is you're dropshipping. shipping yeah like i understand you want to build something really big and you have a big vision but uh-huh. when you're drop shipping at the beginning you have to start with the minimum viable product and test and learn about the marketing side of things Exactly. Well, why
0: did you guys start succeeding? You guys were failing separately or maybe doing well, you lost yeah. all your money. Yeah. And then you were doing something online. I think what you had a conversation you were doing like uh, an agency thing?
1: Yeah, but I was when we started working together I was already drop shipping successfully. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then when
0: you guys like, you know, kind of like uh Skill skill, shet, skill mm-hmm. set skill set scissor. You were able to then <laughs> scale
1: after our skill set scissor. We scaled. <laughs> why, why what do you think that's the case? We did some skill set scissors, scissor. Um, Step
0: number one, you got to find somebody that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's Romanian in skill set scissor. scissor say, that say, say that five times. Say that five times fast.
1: Skill set scissors. <laughs> skill Skills
0: skills skill, Can you say it, Anastasia? Can you, can you try? Can you repeat?
1: <laughs> skill set scissors scale.
0: Sarah Caesar skill Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> skill exactly. <sets> Caesar skill. <laughs> uh, everyone, give a round of applause for Anastasia, the new person managing the stuff. Yeah, Anastasia. <laughs> you can't hear, but like, there's a clapping. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not just like quiet. Yeah. So the mo- what why, why is it that, that that happened?
2: Um. Well, first of all, I think working with someone else. Um, you kind of feed off each other first of all in terms of like um stress belief system and stuff mm. let's say it's, it's not like we we start collaborating and start working but um we you can call it failed but we like invested money in the beginning tested a lot of things it didn't work but having i think each other kind of we reassure each other that mm. it's gonna work and we continue pushing for it also we have different skill sets um what are those Well, it depends. Like, Philip had um, more experience um, on the marketing side and just more experience dealing with with dropshipping. And, like, even though I I had experience with it before we collaborated, it wasn't, like, um, successful experience. So he kind of helped me um, avoid... different things, for example, um, just issues you deal with and just like, you know, overcoming them easily. I feel like I, I came in with more of like um, a branding background and um, just we, we managed to, to merge both and create a really,
1: really successful store. Mm. Yakir y- y- wanted to make all the mistakes I'd already made so I was like bro no <laughs> like yeah. no and the thing is like when I first started myself I made all those mistakes and then I worked with somebody else and that person taught me the, the basics so I think learning from somebody else to get you up from that zero to one point is the most important thing at least for me mm-hmm. uh, because I-, I learned all the marketing side of things from somebody else and then for example my first store was called Party Principles 101 it was going to be like a college party store I made it on WordPress I mean it's a really nice store all set up I didn't make any sales because I figured on the wrong things and took me like a month or two to actually build the website and everything Mm -hmm. else. Right. Dude. I remember my first like website, uh, in like 2015,
0: dude, I literally just like went on Canva and then I just like, like Googled, uh, family pictures and unsplash and just threw it up there with like, like really shitty, um, formats and words. And then I remember back in 2015, like you didn't even need to have branding. You, you didn't even have to have something on the homepage. You could just run like a video ad Mm -hmm to like a product and the the description is like literally like bullshit and there's uh. no timers and it's just like a simple i think it was like the supply theme on shopify and literally it, it was it was stupid the amount of sales that would happen with yeah. having nothing dude not even an about me or like a contact <laughs> page
2: yeah it was much easier back then uh today if you want to drop ships but especially in the the top like uh, gdp countries yeah like the us canada australia where um it's relatively the easiest to scale you cannot really mm. do it that way anymore um yeah we do things differently and, and it's kind of interesting especially when comparing as i said i had my first store <coughs> which was like perfect and everything. And I lost yeah. all my money. <laughs> actually, I actually, actually kept that story. Is you still have it? Is it still like- yeah, I wanted to make like a, re- a revenge, you know? Yeah, like a revenge. Like take <laughs> and, uh, this. And then we launched this story together again recently. And it's profitable now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like a whole loop. But like now, instead of focusing on like all the branding and everything, yeah. we did like the 80-20 rule. And really, mm. we created a funnel within the website. It's mm. a, a one-page one, one landing page um of one product and we integrated a lot of um tactics especially like upsells um, mm-hmm. and bundles and yeah it's working but it's it's way more professional on the marketing side yeah. and, the, and the copywriting
0: because i'm curious because like for example i know a lot of people like <coughs> listening to this they're like oh you know i get started uh, i see these people like make money online even though mike thinks it's like not the smartest thing to do like i still see people making money you know like if we were just going to fire it off just like the 10 deadly mistakes so then we could just bullshit for the rest of mm-hmm. the podcast like what what would you be if you would just like fire like you know okay
1: mm-hmm. um yeah so 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 number one is not taking the proper action up front um yeah. spending too much time on doing nonsensical things rather than focus on getting your product out and ready to market yeah so go straight to what's going to bring the money in so you can learn in that area which is what um so product selection uh landing page creation video creation run an ad
0: so that's all that matters. Product, can you can you cut that up for everyone that was just like listening? Because I just I have
1: ADD and I was like, "What do you say?" <laughs> okay. So product selection, product selection, um, landing page creation, landing so page creation, a landing page. It should not take more than through one day. Shopify. Uh, through Shopify, okay. Yeah. Um, and then create a video ad, video ad, and then run an ad or run run your ads on Facebook. Run an ad on Facebook. Or if you want to do a lower risk way to go, you can do Instagram influencers. Okay. Which is different, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then. So that's step number one. Just fucking simplifying it, everything. Simplify. Yeah. For sure. It's an art. Dude, I remember, like, I just want to talk more about that because, like like I said, I'm not the smartest person in, like, the tech world. And, dude, I literally read the entire Shopify documentation manual because I just... You did the same? Well,
2: when I started, I have, like... I still have it. It's, like, a 50-page document I created about dropshipping. It's it's so fucking...
0: Like, I got so overwhelmed. (laughs) I feel like that's where we were, like, the same. Dude, I was... Before... Taking any action or making any sale, I was like, yeah. I need to go to these free seminars because Shopify was having a free <laughs> seminar in like my area in Chicago. They were teaching me about how to set up a theme, and then, like, dude, I got so confused. You know, like on the left side of the tab on Shopify where it's like, fill up the shipping, fill up the description, fill up like the tax. Like, dude, that shit was so confusing that mm-hmm. I literally was like overwhelmed, and I would literally just like, Read the documentation, then I would take a nap. Then I'd read the documentation and take a nap. Like, I'm fucking studying for a test. And I would just never take action. And luckily, I didn't lose, like, 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, but that shit wasted, I think, so much fucking time just trying to be perfect instead of doing what you just said. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think the second one thing is? Is it, like, not having enough money to get started? or
2: um, I think definitely if you go in uh, without much of a budget, yeah, then... You're most probably gonna lose it all um, it's pretty tough to become profitable with a low budget less than a thousand dollars it's definitely doable yeah but um, you just won't have enough uh, room to test mm-hmm. uh, there's ways of like doing low low budget ad strategies these days but <clears throat> it's pretty tough because you can't also test multiple products um, yeah I think what Philip said overall definitely kind of concludes how to approach things in a simplified manner but if you go a bit deeper like let's say product selection i think something that people don't really pay as much attention to is the margins of the product yeah um because um if you have low margins it's harder to become profitable because you don't have enough margin for error What what's uh,
0: like a good margin like if we pull up like aliexpress we were about to buy these like wigs you see these wigs yeah like you'd yeah. see it in the back it's just like <coughs> right there in the people are watching those videos mm-hmm. uh anastasia was gonna go order us like a couple hundred dollars worth of just like right things so uh which ones would be like good
2: margins like if like what 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 should she type bro um well just go on the top sellers in general so to see what's going on you you go in okay, categories so on the top just go on categories on the left there and just um i don't know go on what's uh, like a good one for good. people
0: starting off that people are all watching this like i want to know like, like home, to f-
2: maybe home pets and appliances
0: okay you guys listen to this on the podcast uh-huh. they're dropping fire
2: <laughs> um i don't know anastasia's
0: dropping fire decor?
1: Uh, what do you want to buy anastasia yeah
2: you can click on decor like, like home. the main ones you want to buy some of the home up. we we don't really use it as much aliexpress a, uh, so, right so, now. sort by
1: orders Ooh, Top so sort well. by orders so next to best mattress he orders, yep. And why do we do that? Uh, just so we can see what's already been sold a lot, and said so this oh, is this damn, is a way to. Oh
0: babachka. <laughs> babachka.
1: <It laughs> damn! that butterfly, butterfly in Russian. <laughs> but
0: yes. it is. I think that was the first thing I said to you, like Acro Yoga, You're like I'm Russian. I was like babachka.
1: <laughs> and then to scroll, and we bought we something that's probably around like the five to ten dollar range that we uh-huh. think we can sell for about forty bucks.
0: Really, yeah. you'll get it for five dollars, and you'll sell for forty bucks. If it's
1: five, you probably sell for like thirty. But yeah. if you get it for eight, you can maybe sell for forty. If you can get a product for eight dollars and sell for forty, that's a yeah. that's a beautiful product. I yeah, was selling brooms really at
0: one dollar, and mm-hmm. then I would sell them for nineteen ninety five. But then mm-hmm. I would bundle it and say like, oh, but if you buy two, you get free shipping. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Then it would actually be forty, and my cost was like five dollars.
2: Yeah, that's actually a really good strategy, and that's actually there's some stores that the only way we managed to be profitable was through bundling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's
0: just like putting things together. Like Yeah. Like be- let's
2: say those cover pans. Um Ooh. here on the on the right. Bro, this shits the my bread twelve be- pieces.
0: This shits my bread and butter. Oh, those cover-
2: <laughs> dude, that
0: was my first Amazon FBA product. I was gonna call them Enviro lids. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So let's for <laughs> example
2: pick like a twelve piece one, anyway. just one, yeah, this purple one. Should we get those for the, yeah, click like, that.
0: the studio NSA? All right. Wow, look at that. Yeah, twelve um, different sizes dude, for all your different Tupperware, of tubs. Like these, but like for tampons, well, like silicone tampons.
2: Can you click where it says free shipping, just to go down a little lo- up a little bit? Yeah, click that arrow a bit down. Oh, oh Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah click click that, that. Yeah. And change it to e packet so want to see how much it costs with ePacket. e oh, ePacket doesn't exist, in that? Uh, it doesn't exist. But let's say this would be with ePacket, like okay. five dollars. This, this is, is right. like twelve pieces. It is something you can sell for, for example, for thirty dollars. Um, we usually go with margins that that are at least three x, but also that are okay. at least like twenty five dollars. In the same time, uh, we're we're gonna start experimenting with um, smaller margins, but also cheaper products, because that if that eventually gives you a cheaper cost per purchase, yeah, then it can work. But yeah, in general, we tend to do at least three x on the cost of goods sold um while at the same time maintaining at least twenty five dollars. But again, a strategy that does help us a lot is bundling. Mm, Um, It's just putting them together. Um yeah as you said, same thing like you buy two, get free shipping or just another incentive to buy Mm. two, a discount if you buy two. Let's say one costs you like um thirty five dollars, two costs you sixty. And you also need to think of the marketing behind it and like persuade people why they should buy too. Like yeah. maybe it doesn't yeah. make sense, but if you put in the right words, it does make sense to purchase too.
0: So then the second thing is just understanding your margins and knowing like to find, like a lot of it is actually just depending on the product, mm-hmm. right? Like not folks not focusing so much on the website, but more focusing on like the product that you're actually selling. Because if it's shit, like mm-hmm. of course it's not going to scale. Yeah, it's not going
2: to yeah. work. And that, that's one aspect of it. And then again, narrowing down what Philip said, the video aspect. Yeah. Um, the video seems to be like one of the most crucial things right now because, yeah. um, you are competing, um, on a bid on Facebook. Like the newsfeed is basically like, like real estate, you know, you're yeah. competing on, on, on the placement and the video, first of all, in order to win the bids, it needs to have relevancy to the audience you're marketing it to. Um, but also needs to grab their attention because everyone's scrolling really fast. Yeah, their attention like span, ADD is like everyone's crazy. ADD, So like, like I don't know. Um, you need to to also pay attention to the video average w- watch time, and see if that's working. Because for example, let's say you have a video and it's really good, and your video average watch time is like three seconds. Yeah. If you manage to change that up to it being seven seconds that could actually change
1: the game for you yeah you want you want to think about things holistically right what does facebook want you're working on facebook platform what do they want they want user attention they want people to stay on their platform for longer so if you can get them to watch your video for longer they're going to show it to more people because you're helping at facebook to achieve their goals Mm -hmm. so you need to really take a step back think about it about in, in many different aspects of what exactly facebook wants from the users and then help them help facebook and facebook will help you
0: Dude, that's fucking dope. Let's keep on going, cause I, I wanna, I wanna talk about like the Burning Man that you went through and like the semen retention that happened with you, bro. Uh, yeah. So, so let's keep on going, dude. Like, let's let's knock out four, five, six. We we got margins. We got mm-hmm. like folks here on a video ad. Uh-huh. What else, bro? What else?
2: Um. Yeah, I would say I would say Facebook ad strategy is very important, but learning from like our mentors and stuff. Uh, they 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 said you do need a strategy, but honestly, again, once you have the video that's super solid, yeah. like the strategy is not as important. Um, you obviously need to know where to cut your budgets if they're spending too much without yeah. uh, conversions. Um, but yeah, another very important part that this is not for the very beginning, this after you started making sales, is making sure your back end is solid. Um, something we've realized recently, it's not realized, uh, Facebook is really cracking down um, on their system and all the advertisers and kind of going through a cleanup. Yeah,
0: dude. In October, they just killed a lot oh. of people's ad accounts. F- F- Facebook is What's going on, dude? Now, right oh, now, it's man. crazy, man. Drunk. One of our ad accounts got died. I was fucking depressed. Yeah.
2: A bunch of ours got... Ad- our ad accounts uh, got shot. We-, we revived basically all of them. How?
1: How did you revive your ad accounts? Uh, we-, we, have, we have somebody we talked to within Facebook. So we have a Facebook yeah. rep. Dude, can you
0: help us with our ad accounts
1: Yeah, I like, guess.
2: Yeah. So basically, once you spend <laughs> at, uh, after a certain amount... um probably high, high six figures on Facebook. You get you get assigned a Facebook account manager. A lot of people skip this email where they sign it to you, and you need to go to a meeting in order to retain them. Okay. Uh, so we have someone who's helping us. But the main thing is they want verified businesses, <coughs> like legit businesses. Your business okay. has to be registered in order to, to run ads because like where's the tax coming? Like how legit are you? All these things. So you need to verify your business. It's within the business manager under their security. You use an option to verify mm. the business, and you can revive it. Not all the time. But I've heard some crazy stories, man. People got all their ad accounts shut down, their personal shut down. I have friends who can't run ads. It's In October. In October, yeah, now. Yeah. It's, uh, it happened two weeks ago. It's like what happen to me? Everyone, everyone around us at least got something shut down. So, so having a good back end, making sure. Uh, it, one of the main metrics they're using is the customer feedback score. So they're sending out surveys to anyone who purchased yeah. uh, your product or service that you ran ads from. So usually if it goes below with two, Point um, zero, they will flag it, and mm-hmm. uh, so you just really need to make sure your customer feedback score is high, which is um, customer support, shipping times, delivery time, uh, product quality, whether it's physical or service, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so. Just maintaining a good back end.
0: dude. How do you get access to the rep? Because I spent a lot of money on Facebook ads, and I think that's like one of the emails that I fucking skim. Probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do, do you just talk to them on email? Do you guys have? No, I, like I have. A,
2: we have a call once a week at least. What? Once a week once every two
1: weeks? So yeah, you're, with video call. You're
0: able to talk to them and yeah. then, dude. Well, I spent like a million dollars on Facebook ads. Yeah, you. So you I you should can be get able one. to fucking talking to someone right? with your
1: emails, bro. The,
2: the thing is, it's like, Fuck, that dude. That once you spend a certain amount, the account gets. Flagged, and they assign you someone to that business manager. Like we have a bunch of business managers, but that that uh, that um, manager we have can only look into one of the business managers. I'm trying to get her on the rest, just so she can help us. But but still, it's not like she has access to everything. She still needs to reach out to the appropriate teams or to deal. She, she it's not like magic. It's not like oh, you have someone yeah, inside. But it's a it's human better. being. It's not yeah, some like sure. person <laughs> that's just
0: like sorry, we cannot help you. I'm literally going to do that after this. Thank you so much, dude.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, so that's another thing. Definitely making sure your business is is, is legit.
1: So I mean like to, to, to recap for, for people who are brand new into dropshipping right now, it's, it's a challenging time, for yeah, sure. It's Facebook, a challenging time. Fa- Facebook's cracking down on everything else, but still, it's exciting. Like you're able to start something new. You set your goals. Maybe at, at the very beginning, you want to make $1,000 extra per month, right? Maybe that's the beginning. Mm-hmm. So maybe if Facebook's cracking down right now or things are challenging, go to Instagram influencers, right? Try a different route. Go to Snapchat ads. Try something else that people aren't trying. Just try stuff. Be willing to try stuff, and you're going to figure it out 100%. Mm-hmm. As long as you take take those steps forwards, use your critical thinking brain, and, and, and just try things. That's fucking fire, bro. Just... Yeah. Dude, so that's like six let's keep on going okay so another thing i think is
2: important is cash flow yeah um don't you know, spend it
0: at bottles and fucking lamborghinis yeah
2: that's one aspect of it but also basically um once you start making sales you're gonna wanna pump more budget into that account and you need to realize that shopify also releases your money well it's different for different stores usually on fridays or whatever it is for your store so if you spend the money without waiting for it coming coming in, and you have a low budget, you're just gonna run out of money. Mm. If you don't have credit cards to tap into, um, then you just won't be able to pay for the ads. Your ad account will just get mm. will, will stop, and then you run into issues. It can be very stressful if you're new. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think another thing this leads into is just managing, just dealing with the stress involved with it. It's it's all depending on you and how, how you manage stress and these things, but a lot of th- there's a lot of moving parts to yeah, it. We said out accounts, we said the budget. Bro, it's said another
0: like, one. Like I remember in PayPal, <laughs> dude, like I think they PayPal. held forty thousand dollars and then I'm just like I'm so glad that I was yeah. so like, just Jewish with my money. Uh-huh. Um because that was fucking horrible. Like PayPal one day was just like, psych. Like I was like calling them in and they're like, What's going on? Like all these sales come in and I'm like this. Uh, like young 20 person like yeah you know like i started this online thing just almost like had my ego in in there and then she was actually more like this is this is kind of like activity of someone that's not like a logistical business because you don't have much information just a bunch of money coming in let's just close you down for like a couple months and then i was like fuck dude that's like 40 grand just like tied up dude you guys ever have that experience? Oh yeah.
2: So basically we have a we're like kind of trying to figure out the whole situation with PayPal. We have it on most of our stores. Um, but we're thinking whether it's necessary, just because if you have multiple stores, multiple PayPals, multiple issues. Um, we had an issue like yours, actually a store we started scaling, and what we do sometimes we just withdraw the money, not all of it, just to not have too much in PayPal. Yeah. And that point we we didn't, and half of our sales were going through PayPal. Uh philip was about to head out to burning man i was in oh this
0: is just recently yeah i was, I was
2: in Kiev. i think i was, was like a party i wanted to go to and like paypal's holding all our money if we don't release it we'll get into cash flow issues because we don't have money from that specific business to fund the ads so we eventually dealt with it what one thing they want is to see that you're a legit business like money's coming in are you sending out your, your product so you need definitely to provide tracking codes
0: Oh, and PayPal, that's so fucking hard. Yeah. But they,
1: they were, like, half of our money was going through PayPal. How much was, like,
2: held up in PayPal? A few tens of thousands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. It was
0: up there. Yeah, <laughs> 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 so it was, was up <laughs> there. It, it, it
1: was too much for to me to be comfortable with. Yeah, 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 yeah Did yeah. you hear
0: the news before you went to Burning Man?
1: What news? like the, the yeah the you, oh yeah yeah we yeah, yeah. We, we actually had a lot of stuff going on before i went to branding man but yeah like, were, you, huh. were
0: you just like fuck should i even go like because that's <laughs> a thing. the downside about like uh the the shopify business is you're constantly reacting you're never like the cause you know you're yeah. always like at the fact like oh shopify did this i have to fucking do this oh facebook ads did this i have to fucking this do this true. you know like and especially when i was there dude like Even when, like, sales went really high, I I felt more scarcity the more money I was, like, making my sales. Interesting. Which I feel like, dude, it was just like, it was like, what if this all fucking, like, goes away? And then I bought all these things that I can't, like, necessarily pay for.
2: Mm, Like stock.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, that's my biggest fear. Like, because my mom Mm. would always tell me stories of my grandpa that he made, like, like millions with the lottery just as a bookie king and just, Mm -hmm. like, doing bets and stuff. And he just, like, lost it all. And my mom would always say, like, if my grandma didn't invest at least some money into property, like, she she really, like, I, my aunt was like, dude, we would have to be, like, living on the streets or some shit. damn um, So I was always, like, afraid. And there was, like, always a scarcity. So the more, it, it's almost like two things really fuck you up. It's not getting what you want and then getting what you want <laughs> and then having the fear of losing it.
2: You know? Mm, okay, I see. Yeah, we definitely, yeah, stock is a big thing. We, we don't hold stock but um we do have a supplier that he orders it to him so it's kind yeah. of holding stock but not as much risk as yeah. like buying tons well
0: were you guys like really reacting because you're like at a freaking party and then you were at like the party Man. of the world yeah this Man. is like what this was this going is, on emotionally
1: i mean this is something that i've had to <laughs> learn and really focus on is just maintaining my own balance because business is going to test you in every way yeah like, there's always gonna be challenges that come in and things that are just like that will stress you out and you have to learn at least for me i take it as my own challenge to learn to stay like stay centered and
0: yeah so what'd you do because most people are like what the
1: fuck i mean we planned it out we said okay so there's t- t- two options right one paypal is not gonna give us our money back and two they are now, that's basically that's what basically what we have mm-hmm. so if we get our money back, we're all good. If we do not get our money back, if we not get our money back, what Cry. exactly are we going to do? Cry and for an hour. Like, so we set a deadline. Like Okay. If we don't get it back by this date, then we will take, because we have PayPal still on our store and all the money was going in and we couldn't get it out. Mm-hmm. And so we said, okay, if it doesn't come back by this date, then we're going to turn off PayPal and then we'll figure out how to get the money back. And then we'll still be able to stay, keep our heads above water with cash flow.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then
0: you were able to get it back or what would happen? Yeah. We got it back. Okay,
2: but we we <coughs> we provide them the information they needed mostly tracking codes. We're lucky they just wanted the tracking codes because sometimes they want the tracking codes and then they won't give you your money back until all the orders are delivered. Uh, We've had this happen also in <laughs> stories. Yeah, PayPal's a fucking <laughs> asshole sometimes. They yeah. stuff, but I get it. Yeah, like but it was like know. good
0: because like it, it increases conversions and then.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's um. We we have a friend actually, uh, considering one of our mentors. So he. He, he says he doesn't use PayPal, but his theory is that it doesn't affect conversions because Facebook actually knows that if you don't have PayPal on your website, it knows to send you traffic that does not use PayPal. Mm. Get it? So like, it's kind of like, forget about those using PayPal and it's not, there's no scarcity involved. There's a lot of people <laughs> that are fine not using PayPal. Yeah. So yeah, if you go with that mindset, then not having PayPal is should be fine. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay, and then let's keep on going now. Like, that's fucking dope. Uh, are we on 8th or
2: 9th or 10th? I think we're on 8th. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, can, we can go at eight. <laughs>
0: I think the 8th. I want to say this. Uh, so I literally thought that this product was a winning product just from my own um, idea instead of, like, testing the market. Like, I remember... Um, and this was like an Amazon FBA. It was like right, it was like December coming up in January. And I thought like the best idea was to buy maybe like 1,000 of those uh, like scales to scale your weight or to like measure your weight. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this fucking makes sense. January, like everyone's going to want to hit the mm-hmm. gym. They're going to yeah, like. So, like in my mind, I literally um, compensated or created like this idea or whatever that I was like, this is the best idea. Like, why don't more people buy friggin' things and then i was literally just going to buy like a bunch of those inventory and like start shipping but i think like thinking a product is a winning product just because you think it's a winning product instead of actually testing it dude that's like and then and trying to scale it when you when you know that it's like a fucking loser
2: you know uh-huh. yeah well if you have stock i guess you would need to sell it but um that's why I'd I don't think it's, it's important not to buy stock from, that's the whole like beauty dropshipping, you don't really need to buy stock. I forgot, there's a dropshipping video. Yeah, it's like, we don't buy stock, bro. Yeah, (laughs) you don't buy it till after you saw it. Yeah, yeah, it's again, but we even do it with less risk. We, we, our supplier purchases it for his warehouse. So we're still not holding stock in a separate warehouse. It's Mm. like basically our supplier that's helping us with the whole dropshipping model he just orders stock. The only reason we do it is actually just for faster shipping times. Yeah. So he doesn't need to order it from the factory to him and then ship out. Once we have an order, it gets shipped out within the same day.
0: Where's your, where's your um, supplier at?
2: He, they're based in, um, well, the the founders are based in Bangkok, but yeah. the whole um, warehouse and everything is in Guangzhou in China. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's crazy though, because you could even find some like suppliers in your local area. Yeah. You know, like I, I was just drop shipping. Off of AliExpress, like, these grill mats. And then mm-hmm. I think I drop-shipped through, like, most of AliExpress's grill mats. Like, they had no more stock for like, a It was, dude, Not I sold bad. a lot of fucking grill mats. <laughs> I was like, fuck. So I went on eBay and started drop-shipping all, of, like, the grill mats on eBay. Uh-huh. And then one person's like, dude, like, you fucking ordered a hundred grill mats, uh-huh. like, from this one supplier. Like, in, like, a span of, like, a couple hours, he's like, is something fucking wrong? And I'm like, no, man, I need to fucking sell this shit. Like, I'm, like, young as hell. And uh-huh. I thought when they messaged me on eBay, I was like dude, do they just want my fucking niche? Like, do they want it? Like, I, I was thinking that they are trying to take from my pie. But then, yeah, no, it was a supplier that had all these grill mats. And he said, yeah, we have, like, a fucking whole warehouse that you could sell to. And I was like, well, where do where are you guys located? And he's like, oh, I, I'm in this area. And then I was like, dude, that's, like, where I watch, like, movies as a kid. Like, it was literally, like, 15 minutes down my house. So it's just, like, crazy what happens when – you like make almost like those connections because now you have a connection with your supplier uh-huh. and you could fucking sell anything and he's going to yeah. buy everything and uh-huh. you don't have that, um, what's it called? You don't have that cost that overhead right yeah yeah,
1: yeah. and we, we can also do whatever we want with these suppliers if we want a private label products we can do it if we want to bundle different products together like infomercial style we yeah. can also do that yeah. and we also can negotiate on prices and everything else so having this supplier connection is really really beneficial because then it allows for us to do many different things within the e-commerce space
0: so how did you do that so for example like someone watching this like oh my god i want to like do some AliExpress job drop shipping and i saw this like video and oh my god like anastasia's googling stuff and this is freaking crazy <laughs> uh, um but then, you know, I want to, like, get the supplier, but I, I could never do that because I'm, like, this punk-ass 16-year-old kid. Like, what would be, like, the steps to take um, that you guys did to start, like, selling shit and then getting cool with the supplier so that they, you could sell anything that they want? Yeah, um, I mean,
1: first step is try, try to sell shit. Yeah. yeah. So start selling shit. Yeah. Great. And figure figure out a way. Um, and then from there, like, it's funny with the supplier because we were actually both in Bangkok. And at the very beginning, they weren't communicating all that well, and I was like, "Man, I think that's party the night before. I was a little hungover or something." I was like, "Yo, bro, I don't want to go to meet the supplier." But I was like, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know if I do." I was like, "Bro, I think you should go, man. Yeah, because like these Israeli connection. They're also Israeli. kind of when, like, when these opportunities arise, when you have like something like handball, you sometimes just have to go and talk to them and just yeah. figure it out. And because he went and talked to them, he established a relationship, and then we started using them.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. And they're like your sole supplier for most of your stores, or uh,
1: yeah. we have yeah we have one other one in China that we use for clothing and apparel. Yeah, um, but they they take care of basically everything for us.
0: Dude, that's yeah. fucking dope, dude. Mm. Um,
2: yeah, so I think it's a di- it's a different thing for us because we actually like we met the founders, and that's yeah. actually like something that people probably won't think of doing. Mm-hmm. Like we were in Bangkok, we realized they are in Bangkok once we got on a call with them, but it's like you know actually. Going out, like people are like, Oh, it's founders of the big company. They don't even know how big the company is. Like, oh, I probably can't meet them. Mm. Actually, you go, you meet them face to face, you establish that kind of relationship. It's not really just talking business, but you know, actually connecting with the mm-hmm. people. And um, it helped us a lot. Like, it's not, yeah, they're Israeli and that definitely helps, but it's not necessarily just about that. It's actually like going to them. Kind of like portraying your vision to them. Mm-hmm. Like we actually portrayed our vision and how yeah, big we want to yeah, yeah, like we we're making them money. It's like yeah. a mutual thing. Um, but yeah, again, like supplier is super important. But if you're talking about beginners, as Philip is saying, just just start using AliExpress. All you need to do in the beginning is test. Once you find the winning product, honestly, yeah, you can start talking to suppliers within AliExpress. You can find um, just there's tons of logistics companies dealing with um, with supply. it's a supply chain in china just type it in google you'll figure it out it's better than
1: just using aliexpress and then if you start selling something through aliexpress get the guy on skype talk to them establish a relationship and then just always be improving like always once you're selling a product Mm -hmm. if you can improve the product improve the product if you can improve the pricing of the products improve that improve the shipping improve that just always have a mindset that's focused on bettering whatever it's that you're working Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. yeah
0: dude now i just want to like bring in into the next part of the conversation (laughs) we